What's going on, everybody? Casey Washak here, co-creator of the Fit and 42, and your host, your captain, your navigator to the Fit and 42 life. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I feel we don't do enough of, and we definitely need to get uh, into this habit more often. So, if I gave you guys a pen and paper right now, and gave you five minutes to write down all your flaws, all your shortcomings, most people would have no problem picking themselves apart. Most people would have no problems filling that page up with all sorts of different shortcomings and flaws. But if I did the opposite, if I said, all right, now I'm going to give you five minutes to tell me everything you're good at, everything you're awesome at, all your positive attributes, that gets much harder. And I know for me, that was a game changer. And I I can actually pinpoint when... Uh, I did that, and the first time I did that, and how my life changed. So, I need to tell you a little backstory. Um, you might have heard in earlier podcasts, but Jerry and I grew up in kind of a very volatile household. Um, my mom was a drug addict, uh, basically my whole childhood. She lost custody. My dad and mom got divorced sometime around, I think, uh, six or seven. I have no idea. Um, my dad was a functioning alcoholic. Um, my mom, like I said, was um, she tried to get clean a bunch of times, but it never stuck. So in my mind, my mom is choosing drugs over her children because in my mind, we weren't a good enough reason for her to stop. And so on my dad's end, he got, I mean, we've, we have, we've had three or four stepmom, like three or four moms uh, so far. Four, four moms, three stepmoms. And he was constantly looking, after the divorce of my mom, he was constantly looking for his next wife. He found that wife. That wife actually had four kids, so there was six of us, hardly saw my dad because he was, you know, splitting time between six kids, we each had a day that we would get to spend with our dad, so I got one day, and obviously my dad's trying to win over these other kids, so Jerry and I got lost in the shuffle, that didn't last long, that lasted like um, about a, a year, less than a year, was that marriage, and then immediately he gets married again, and so I'm, like, striving to find this, like, um, 
solid parenting figure in my life. And so I latch on to this new mom and she was extremely abusive mentally. She wasn't much older than me. She was 10. So my, she met my, she was 25 when my dad married her. I was 10. So she was like a big sister over a mom, but, um, really cool until you upset her. And then she would do what we coined as soul scarring. She would pick you apart and make you feel like you were an inch tall. She would pull out all your flaws and just attack and just rip you to shreds. And so she played a lot of mind games. I mean, and so on top of it too, my dad, he's a weak man. Um, uh, we'd be put in a room. With, so it'd be like a family meeting. And my stepmom would have my dad choose in front of us whether uh, he was going to stay married to her or he was going to send us off to our real mom who was still battling drug addiction. So I didn't realize how much of a toll this took on me um, until I started really looking back. Uh, I, as I got older, um, you know, I joined the Marine Corps. I got the hell out of there, but I didn't, I didn't know who I was and I didn't like who I was. And, um, so I, I could never be alone. I didn't like being alone with myself because I didn't, I always felt like I needed an escape. I needed to be around other people. And plus, you know, to be honest, quite frank, in my childhood, I wasn't necessarily allowed out a lot. So it was um, this, like, run to to be social with people because I didn't know when the next time would be. And so in high school, that created all sorts of problems for me because I tried to stay relevant because I didn't know when the next time I would be allowed to go to a friend's house or a party. So I made sure that when I went, let's say on a Friday night, I went to a party or a friend's house, I made sure on Monday people were talking about me. And it usually wasn't good things. It was drinking a lot or picking a fight. I just was trying to stay relevant because I didn't know when the next time I'd be out or allowed to leave my house. So once I joined the Marine Corps, um, that just, that just changed. Like I said, I didn't like being alone. Um, I, I loved the Marine Corps. I just, I just knew I didn't like being alone with myself. So I always had to be around other people. I had to be around other activity because I didn't, I couldn't sit in a room by myself. And through the course of my uh, young adult life, I didn't realize how much my childhood affected me um, until I met my wife. 
because I did not trust women at all because I never had a solid, you know, stable relationship with a, a, a mother figure. I had, um, one mom who chose drugs over me. I had another mom who would tear me apart every chance she got. Um, and then on top of it, she would make my own flesh and blood, my own dad choose whether he would want to keep me and Jerry or keep her and stay married to her. And he chose her every time. And to finish that story real quick, whenever he would choose her and say, guys, you know, we're going to call your mom and you're going to go live with her. We'd break down. We'd start crying. We'd try to remind him that our mom was not fit. She lost custody of us, which in the eighties and early nineties is extremely hard to do uh, for a man to get custody of his kids. So we try to remind him, you know, mom's not fit to for us to live with her, she's a drug addict. And it was at that point that our, our stepmom would then say, you know what? Family meeting, you guys really need to change. And once again, it was, you know, it was all pointed directed at Jerry and I. It could have been an internal fight between uh, my stepmom and my dad at the time over a credit card bill, but somehow it would be flipped on us and we were just horrible kids, and we got to go. So the reason why I'm telling you all this is I can pinpoint the exact moment that things started to change for me because there was a lot. I'm, I'm very grateful for the fact that my wife stuck. She must have saw a diamond in the rough because I didn't trust women. Uh, I was afraid at any moment she was going to leave while we were dating. I would pick fights just to make up, just to hear her say how much she cared about me. And the moment that changed everything was, uh, I'm married to my wife now, um, and I'm about to get oh, no, I was about to get married to her. And so I'm in this, um, or no, maybe I was just married. Um, I'm, so I'm in this, this headspace where, you know, life is amazing. You know, I, I met the woman of my dreams. Um, I'm definitely still a work in progress. And here we are, we're about to get, or uh, we are married, life is great, you know what, let me email my real mom, and let me forgive her, and so I wrote this email, and in this email, um, I basically told her, I forgive you, but I don't forget. And I wanted to remind her of some of the things she put us through. So I made a list 
of all, of a lot of the things I remembered. Uh, so she wasn't let off the hook. Um, and so, but in writing that email, I also said I wouldn't have changed a thing because I love who I am today. And when I said that, I started thinking about all my positive attributes. All the things that I had been through actually strengthened me and made me stronger, made me who I am today. And I love who I am today. And it was at that exact moment I, where I, I let go of, you know, what if my wife leaves? It was at that exact moment I, I really, like, stepped into my own, I feel, and, and I was very comfortable in my own skin because I actually sat there and thought about the things I've done, the things I've accomplished, the things I'm planning on accomplishing, and just little things about myself that I, I had never really taken the time to uh, point out. And that was a catalyst for everything, I feel. And so I really believe that we can, we don't spend enough time realizing everything we're good at, every everything we bring to the table and we bring to this earth and instead, we focus on how, what other people say about us. We focus on um, all these negative things. You know, we we put emphasis on when we, we step on a scale and we see a number, and then we, we tear ourselves down. And that one number doesn't tell the whole story. I'm going to butcher this quote, but I absolutely love it, is um, it's by Einstein. He said, everyone's a genius, but if you, if you grade a fish on how well they climb trees, they will never know they're genius. So think about that. What parameters are we grading ourselves in and tearing ourselves apart? What are our strengths? Instead of focusing on what's, what our weaknesses are, what are our strengths? We can always, we can always improve. But there's things that we can do and that we're good at that we've never stepped into. There's things that we're good at. There's things that we can do that we've never shown a light on. And what I've kind of tried to make a big part of my journey is getting people to stop living this like hamster wheel of a life to where they don't look for 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 those things, those hidden strengths that they don't even know they have because they stay in the same the same wheelhouse all the time. They stay on this wheel, this hamster wheel, right? And they just work, home, sleep, TV, work, home, sleep, 
TV and they just keep doing this, doing this, doing this, and they don't, uh, uh, do you, they're not exploring themselves and figuring out different aspects of themselves that may, that have been lying dormant and just asking to get out. So take time, maybe take five minutes, a piece of paper, a pen, and just sit down and write all the things you're good at, all the things you want to accomplish in life, all the things you're good at, all the things that bring you joy, and just write that, write that. And I think a second part to what really clicked for me is is realizing what I'm grateful for. And and in that email to my mom, I said I wouldn't change anything. I've done a podcast, and I talk about it in, in, in our gyms too, about everybody's got a backstory. Everyone worth a damn has got a backstory. Everybody's gone through something. And that, that creates this perspective that creates this this unique human being who sees the world a little differently than everybody else and that's what's really cool is we're not all the like these clones these robots that all have come from the same place and done the same thing we're all coming to the table with our different perspective because of our backstory and Every superhero has turned those 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 horrible, debilitating times into a a strength, into their own unique perspective, and then they brought that to the world. And then, they, in their own way, they're trying to make the world a better place. And it all starts with realizing what your strengths are and realizing what you're good at, and then being grateful for those things. I think those two things go hand in hand. So take five minutes. Write down everything you're good at, everything that brings you joy, everything you want to accomplish. And just take a step back and look at that. And just realize that's you and not, and not this other crap that you've been telling yourself. All right, guys. Take care. And I'll talk to you soon.